0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Show up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are
1: here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
2: Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence!
0: It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast.
2: Alright, here we go. It's a
1: Tuesday podcast. Beautiful Tuesday for you, Al, what be you? Oh hi Jerry, I'm
2: eating a cracker. You eat crackers? Well, someone sent it a uh, company sent in crackers and I nice. was like I'm gonna try one of these crackers look at you but they uh very uh, make your mouth very dry they're dry a cracker I mean, a cracker with a, you cracker ass cracker okay that was my Chris rock impression there you go uh I was thinking of uh some items for you today uh for the post game podcast Jerry. probably thank God you're back why is this
1: but because when I do the show and then I gotta do a podcast and then I'm looking at the guy across from me what do you have nothing and they're oh, just great. like... Interview me. I just did four hours. Come on. Get, bring something. Yeah. Give me something. Give me so, some topics. Nice to have you back.
2: So I wrote down a couple of, uh, a couple of like what if type items. Okay. For you. So my first question for you, Jerry, is if everything was only a one hour plane flight away, okay, what places would you go to? Well, it's interesting you bring that up because
1: next year, uh, Me and my wife both turned 50, and next year is also our 20, if we make it, our 25th wedding anniversary.
2: Wow. So you got married, uh, I'm going to do the math on this, Jerry, you got married at 25. Correct. Wow. So that's that's a really cool Mm -hmm. combination. That is neat. Married 25 years, quarter of a century. Yep. Alive 50 years, half a century. Correct. So big time celebration in order. So we're trying to figure out where to go.
1: And I was thinking we would go first week of April because our birthdays are prior to that and our anniversary is in June. It's perfect. I brought up Hawaii. She doesn't mind flying. She doesn't love flying. And as much as she wants to go to Hawaii, she does not want to be in a plane for nine hours or ten hours. i right, you got to
2: fly from here to L.A.
1: Well, no, you can fly. United has direct flights that are nine hours and 45 minutes oh, from Newark. Not... Wow. She doesn't want to fly that long. And so I said, well, we can get off in California and spend a couple of days but then she doesn't want to do that and then get back on a plane 2 days later and then what stop in California again on the way back right. I'm like well we could fly all the way back nonstop so if that was an hour we'd go to Hawaii no question about it right um other than that i would say australia
2: yeah cuz i hear two that one's like 22 hours yeah
1: those are probably the only two
2: yeah i would love to go to australia that's a mm. great one but...
1: australia or new zealand i don't know the
2: difference it's it, just i know they're close yeah they have kangaroos, probably both of them. And they all say goodbye, mate. Goodbye, mate. Right. They probably <laughs> don't hate Americans. Like, well, it Maybe. would be a nice place to go. Maybe. Maybe but not. Yeah, like twenty-two hours on a plane. Yeah, it's a long time. That's insane. Yeah, sure is. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Like, there's so many places. Like, I I would actually be interested in going and mm-hmm. seeing. But like what your wife said about Hawaii. And I'm trying to think, like, what is the amount of hours that's too much? And it might be that nine hours. I think so, because I have no
1: issue going to California. I know it's a long flight, but I also know coming back is much shorter, and it doesn't seem to bother me as much. That extra three hours tacked on to the 550,
2: it's a long time. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Yeah, I think uh, when I went to Italy, it was nine hours. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm trying to think how I passed that time, too. Did you,
1: did you go first class and no, sleep? No. You were in regular coach.
2: I was in regular coach, but the I th- I believe the international flights, regular coach is a little better than okay. the coach that we get on yeah. the um, domestic flights, I as they hope would call so. them. Yeah, I think they were a little more roomy. Okay. Not a ton more roomy, but... Um, well, that's a long flight. Yeah, that's a long flight. And but, I don't generally
1: sleep on flights very well. Yeah, I'm up. I watch shows, so that means it's
2: even longer if you can't sleep for a few hours. Yeah, and then the other thing with that is even like the Hawaii or uh, a Hawaii flight. Then you're talking like nine hours is a long flight if everything runs smoothly. Oh, absolutely, it could be a full day. <laughs> right, you could be on the stuck on the tarmac. Yep. Before and after your flight.
1: Right, you could theoretically be on that plane for 12 hours. Yes. Or longer.
2: Yeah. Very possible. That is true. I remember the one day, yeah, it took me nine hours to get home from Tampa. Oh. Nine hours. Like a three-hour flight. That is hideous. Just like how the delays uh, are. Yeah, delay when it goes it was, bad, it goes yeah, bad. exactly.
1: That's why I'm holding my breath for next week. Where are you going next week? On Texas. Oh, Texas, right. just hoping it goes well. And what's that length of flight? I believe four and a half hours there and like three forty coming home. That's not bad at all. No, it's not. It's it's long. It's not like going to Florida, but it's also not eight hours. It's not that big a deal. I don't mind.
2: Do you have any interest in seeing a place like Egypt with the pyramids to see that in person? Yes and no. Yeah,
1: I do, but with the state of the world right now, I don't. Oh, I find this the, the world right now is very unstable. I don't know that I want to go somewhere like that.
2: Yeah, I would have to. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even. I didn't even think to look into something like that mm-hmm. if I was going to go to Egypt. Yeah, I, I don't. I, no, I don't think so. But well, if you get an hour flight and an hour flight back, and you see the pyramids, and be like, "I made like, it." An hour flight. Give me an hour. I
1: get back on the plane. Back in an hour. All right, I'm in. <laughs> I am in. You get that done in the morning, right? Exactly. You fly to
2: Egypt. But no, I don't. Right now, no. As much as I would like to see it, no. Any places that have really old things, like the one thing I only found out when I went to Italy was that America doesn't really have really old places. No,
1: not like the, like the Roman Colosseum would be very cool to see. I do agree with that. Um,
2: no, I mean, well, I mean, we just were established when it's not that old. Yeah. Like even if you see like a building was built in 17 something, you're like, that feels old to us, but that's not, you know, the year 800 AD, right? It's true. Like the Roman Coliseum was built when? I don't know. Want me to Google that? I did see that. That was cool to see. A couple see. thousand years ago? I would think it'd have to be that they were they were fight humans were fighting lions. Roman yeah. Coliseum. Let's see when that was established. Right? I would say right around zero. It says here nineteen eighty one. No, that's the wrong Coliseum. Oh, I see, Jerry. <laughs> uh, this was uh Wow. You have it or no? I'm looking for a Jerry. When Let's was, see what it says. Oh <laughs> uh, construction began uh, in... 72 AD. AD. So I said zero. So yeah. around,
1: right around there. Yeah.
2: That's, yeah, that's
1: incredible. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would like to see that. I would love to see the pyramids. So you didn't go
1: see that when you were there? I did. I did. Oh, you did? I did
2: go to that, yeah. That was very cool. I would Pretty say, wild. if you're asking about things
1: of that nature, I would say probably the Roman Colosseum, the pyramids... The Berlin Wall,
2: which is no longer there, I don't think. Right? I mean, they, they must have something there down the wall. Yeah, they must uh, have something to commemorate right. what was there. And
1: those steps in China.
2: Yeah, that's pretty wild. Was that the the Great Wall of China? That too. Um, yeah, I mean, that's it. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to see kangaroos in Australia, like you mentioned. Yeah, maybe I- the archaeological finds, findings they in Africa and places like that, I guess. I don't know, but that's not... I would even eh. be interested in seeing the St. Louis Arch if I could get there in an hour <laughs> back. You know, like things like... Well, Missouri can't be more than a two-hour flight. Yeah, but like it camping. just feels like if it was just an hour, I would go and if I could guarantee an hour there, an hour back, and an hour visiting, and it was just a three-hour day. So you just it, want to get off,
1: see the arches... Yeah. All right. I, Even I like Mount
2: Rushmore, I would I would like to see it live and in person, but I'm going to make a trip out there to see it. Actual flight time. Oh, well, you know what? New, Newark to St. Louis, a little, it's two and a half hours, a little longer than I two thought. Two and a half. Okay. I would have thought two hours or less. But i like to see the arch, but there's not a, anything else for me to do there other than well, see the arch. That's
1: what I always say about like, sightseeing trips. Yeah. It's okay. You go there, you see it, you take a couple pictures. Now what are you doing for the other twenty three hours? Right, there you go. You go visit Sleep the arch for eight, and we still have fifteen hours to kill. Yeah, you know it's it's not easy. Like in those trips too, I always told you this. I remember in I guess it was two thousand when Kim and I I took her to California for the first time to meet my California family, which she met at the wedding. But like that was for two minutes at a wedding, um, and she had never been out there. So we spent the week with them and they were great. We went, we did all the San Francisco sites. We did Alcatraz. We went to wine country. Uh, my cousin took us to um, Pebble Beach to see it. We had lunch, watch people play in the 18th hole, uh, all these different things. And I remember getting on the plane to come home. I was exhausted. I'm like, are we off next week? Cause I don't want to go back to work. I want to go sit on a beach now for a few days. And like, th- and the trip was fun. Don't get me wrong, but there was no relaxing.
2: Yeah, that's what the beach vacations are great for. If, if you you don't have any plans other than I'm, I'm going to eat lunch and dinner out. Yeah. Those are your game plans. Yeah. And for me, I really don't sit still
1: too long during the course of any day. So I look forward to, I know some people are like, oh my God, you just sit at the beach for four days in a row. Yeah. And it's glorious the same way, not you, but I'm saying someone like you, the same way you can sit there and watch TV every day for four hours after work to decompress. I can't, but I can sit, I can sit on a beach for five, six hours, listen to music, take a nap, have some drinks. And I love it. Right. And it's great.
2: All right. Here's my next scenario for you, Jerry. If you could eat any foods and it have no negative effect on you, what would your daily meals be like? Um, Okay. So pizzas for dinner. No question about it. And you could eat that. Multiple times a week. Yeah,
1: here's what I would say would be an unbelievable, a great day of eating.
2: When you're just looking at taste. Just taste. Loving it. Just taste. Sucking it all up. It
1: would be French toast with gobs of syrup and... Probably bacon. I wouldn't go sausage. And and real bacon strips, not turkey bacon. That'd real be for your morning breakfast. That would
2: be breakfast. And these aren't nutritious. This is just what right. I this like. This is what taste. Yes. It, if you were basing it just on taste, and the food didn't affect your body. And, and this, I have not
1: had that in so long. It's, oh, it sounds so delicious. Instead, I sit there and eat oatmeal, eggs, and... Ugh.
2: Would you make your own French toast? You I love dip, making French toast. Yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I like it better than the restaurant French toast. You,
2: did, what do you, you take like a thick Egg? bread...
1: Yeah, well, you don't have to take a thick bread, but you can. Um, but the egg with the perfect amount of cinnamon, whip that around. That's all. It's so simple. Then you dip the bread in there and you just fry it? Yeah, yeah, and put it on the skillet. It's awesome. It really is. So that would be breakfast. No question about it. A lot it. of bacon. Real bacon. Uh, three pieces. I don't oh, eat a okay. lot. don't go crazy. Just three pieces. Oh, hmm. you know what, too? And this takes me back to my Rich Martin baseball camp days, hash browns. Oh, doused gosh, in syrup yeah. as well so we got french toast potatoes bacon tons of syrup that is a disgusting but glorious breakfast
2: beautiful way to start your day
1: oh isn't that awesome mm-hmm. lunch i would lunch would probably be it's got to be on the right bread though uh would just be a really good tuna with the right amount of mayonnaise not too little but i don't want to douse the mayonnaise but that makes it very fattening lettuce and tomato or or a cheesesteak mm. one of those two sandwiches is my lunch would you get real cheese on that or the squirt cheese no i like i like real cheddar cheese mixed in okay so it'd be one of those two sandwiches and probably a bag of doritos phenomenal. that's a nice side item. oh phenomenal and then dinner would be pizza and it would be like a meat lover's
2: pizza. <laughs> thin crust, thick crust, regular crust. Doesn't matter. Uh, you don't even
1: care. No, it depends on where I got it from. If I went to Romeo's and Hazlitt, then it would be just their regular pizza. There's other, uh, there's coal fireplaces that have great thin crust where I would get that. Then there's, um, a, my friend of mine owns a, uh, an Italian restaurant in Matawan. He does a Detroit style pizza, which is great. So depending on where I got it from, that would dictate what type of pizza I got. And then my day would end with either a giant chocolate shake or chocolate vanilla swirl soft serve with tons of fruit. That would be my day. That's got to be 6,000
2: calories right there. You should do that one day just for, no. for love and life. Are you kidding? Or tally it up what it would cost you. I could tally it up right now as yeah. we're
1: talking. That has got to be maybe not 6,000, it'd be 5,000 calories. No.
2: Um, yeah, probably with all the syrup and the yes, mayonnaise and, sugar. and the breads.
1: Oh. I'm and actually feeling
2: full thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, The shake at
1: Carvel, I believe if you get a large shake at Carvel, it's 1,700 calories. Really? A large shake, not a medium or a small. Yeah. The, the yellow cup, which is the large, I believe. I think it's 1,700 calories. That's That's dessert.
2: <laughs> Man, I would go for breakfast just a bunch of, like homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. That with sounds a, With my wow. coffee.
1: See, I don't really like cookies like that, though. No? Well, Not really. I what, do, what would be your day? Chip.
2: That's why I would get, a bunch of chocolate chip cookies. I do love hash browns. Okay. And I do love bacon as well. Okay. For lunch, I would do, in the air fryer, I would get chicken strips that are deep fried already, and I'm just, like, crisping them up Okay. with crinkle-cut french fries and a ton of ketchup for the fries And the chicken strips. Ironically enough, what we had for dinner last night. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds wonderful. And then I would go pizza as well. Yeah. It's a great meal. I love pizza. I do. I hate that it's terrible, but
1: it's so good. It's so delicious. Yeah.
2: I like the thin crust pizza.
1: I do too, except for the fact that it's hard to stop eating it. Yes. It goes down like water. And two slices is not two slices... At every place. They're all different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no way to. No. Some places use a lot less cheese. And you pick it. Like, there's one place by me that I stopped going to. We used to go a lot. Because I realized I was picking up the pizza. I'm like, is there anything in here? It felt like an empty box. Then you get it home. And it wasn't like it was thin crust. But it was just there was nothing on it. Then you get this other place. You felt like they put bricks in the box. Right. Like, what is this pizza? Tons of cheese. Tons of sauce. Thick outer crust. Like and it costs the same.
2: Right, you're getting a lot more yeah. pizza meat. Yeah. What? Now I know there is actually a place in Asbury Park that I did get pizza from one time, but I don't remember. You mentioned Detroit style pizza because that's what this place serves only? What? I I kind of feel like it was square. Square and puffy. Puffy. But how's that different than like a Sicilian?
1: Uh not as thick. So I would thinner say thinner than Sicilian? Yes. Yeah.
2: But just square. Yep.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I that love would a, be what I would think it
2: is. I love a grandma pie, also.
1: Okay, my, Matthew, that's the square likes one. Yeah, Matthew's oh, a big man. fan of those.
2: There's a place in the uh, in I think it's in uh, Wall, New Jersey. That oh my goodness, it's oh yeah, it's called Benny's Pizza. They make a grandma pie that's really tremendous, tremendous. All right, and then uh, this question for you, Jerry. If you could go back and be a teenager, yeah. In any decade that you were not a teenager, which decade would you pick? Probably the 50s. Same here.
1: Yeah, the 50s, I don't know if it's just glorified on TV and in movies. It just seems like such a modern yet distant era and simple. Yeah. And everything was new, and they had the modern technologies, although primitive compared to where they are now. The phone was around, although you only had one in a house. The TV was popping up, but one in a house. Uh, you had the toaster oven. You had refrigerators. And yet, I don't know, everyone was prim and proper, at least on TV. That's how it seems. Yeah. Everyone was courteous. The neighborhoods were popping up all over America. I would say the 50s. But then I would have been drafted to go to Vietnam probably.
2: Right. My mom always told me that I I would have enjoyed the 50s. Yeah. You know, music was cool. Would you go to the sock hop? I'd go to the sock hop, probably. Rock and roll was starting to be cool back then. The cars were definitely cool.
1: You think that's why people a couple of generations above us look older, too? All the smoking.
2: Oh, yeah. Which was cool and
1: was not a bad thing back then. Yeah. Or thought to be a bad thing.
2: Yeah, I guess that was it. Yeah, I would love to. Jerry, if it was 1950s, I would be playing some Elvis. I think he was around the 50s. I'd be playing some Late Elvis. 50, well, mid 50s. Elvis records, some oh like Buddy Holly would yep. definitely be. Sure. I'd be smoking cigarettes, I'd have my high school sweater on. Yeah. I'd be driving around in a Thunderbird uh going to the the uh, drive-in uh diner where the girl will come out on roller skates like Stewarts. It's like a Stewarts, yep. yep. And it'd be so awesome. It sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, when I think of the 50s, and you're right, it might be because of the way TV shows portrayed the 50s. Like, I I would feel like there was no crime in the 50s. Yeah. There was no porno all over the place. There, People weren't cursing. Um, Just seemed like... A nice time to live. Yeah. But I'm sure there were terrible things going of on. Of course there were. But because we didn't see it portrayed that way and we didn't live through it, that's why I say like Hollywood has
1: glorified life. that era, I feel like. Yeah. And I don't know if that's the way it was or not, but it just
2: seems lovely. Like, the 60s feels like you would have been doing drugs, and The who 60s knows? seems crazy. Yeah. I agree. Drugs, people having- Rock and roll. Sex all over the place, dropping acid. I, don't, I would, wouldn't want to be a part of that. 70s c- could have been cool.
1: 70s seems like a it was transitioning into a different period. You know, the long hair became very popular, the disco Yeah, disco the music changed and then all of a sudden the sixties seemed like a distant memory. You know. Almost like
2: Woodstock was the crossover. Right. And, and then, I was and I was alive in the seventies. Right. All of the seventies. I was but alive. I was a child. Yeah. And so I would say I grew up in the eighties. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I was I was six in nineteen eighty. Okay, I, I turned was, six. I was eleven.
1: Yeah, so your teenage years were the eighties.
2: Yeah, yes, teenage years were the eighties. Okay, which yeah. I felt was it was a great. Do you think that was a great time to be a kid? Yeah, I had no problem with it. I thought the eighties into the nineties was was awesome. Actually, I'm mean, hearing a lot of things now, like a lot of people who are parents. These are on podcasts. You know, they're comedians and things, but they're parents as well. That they say that uh, that this generation of kids has it harder than the previous generation. And normally that's not the case. It normally gets easier. Harder
1: in what regard?
2: Harder in that they they have their entire lives have been with the phone. Well, that's true.
1: That is very true.
2: Yeah. Depending upon the way they live their life.
1: Like I think for, I mean, everyone has them. Yeah. Some use it a lot more than others. The athletes, the kid athletes use it less than, The tech kids, like a a friend, well, I shouldn't say friend, my cousin's kid is, and he's one of the smartest 12 year olds I know, but his eyes are never not in front of a computer screen, a tablet or a phone. But that's also part of his brilliance. He can get around a computer. It's unbelievable what he can do. And he probably will be an IT guy and will make tons of money and God bless him. But his whole life has been in front of a screen. Like my kids have been in front of a screen a lot. I am no question about it. But they've also spent a lot of time with a basketball, a baseball bat, games, tournaments, weekends away, phone home. Um, I, I, I like to think we've struck some sort of balance. But it's got to be. How about forget the kids? How about just single adults trying to date in this day and age? There's no more go out and meet someone. It's all on the phone. It's all on a tablet and the dating sites, which seems weird to me.
2: Yeah, and they say that people get addicted to the... There's so much variety and you have you're, have so many options that you just keep going from one person to the next. I believe next.
1: it. I believe it. I've always said, and I do believe this, if Kim ever told me that's it, I, I'm not saying I would never get involved again, but I wouldn't look for it. Like, I don't think I'd be out there seeking so I could use Al time. Just to relax for yourself. I, yeah, I think if something ever happened with this marriage... I think I would go by way of, all right, kids, what we got? After that, I'm not doing anything.
2: Yeah, it's me time.
1: Yeah, I think so. And if something happened, great, but I would not be on sites looking for something or someone. Uh,
2: I don't think so. Yeah. The other thing I keep hearing people say about the this generation of kids with the phones is that when we were in school, you would compare yourself to... Other kids in your school, like, uh, okay. that's the good looking girl. That's the sure. athletic guy or athletic girl. And that now that the kids are comparing themselves to the world because they see it all on their phones. Right. So now you're comparing yourself to, um, kids your age that you see on social media. I don't know. I don't know about that one. I don't either. That, that I'm not sure about, but I do know these
1: apps are a problem Yeah, and they ain't going away. They're only increasing.
2: Well, good news—we solved one problem here today, Jerry. We've got one-hour flights to Egypt, and <laughs> I've got to catch one direct. From you New don't York. even have a one-hour flight back to Bradley Beach. That's true. It <laughs> takes me longer to get back to Bradley Beach. Yes, it does. And hopefully, I don't have dog poop there. Uh, let's do the warm-up program, Jerry. All right. And we'll be back here tomorrow on a Wednesday. Oh, we got Subway Series tonight. We'll be talking about tomorrow morning, Jerry. And I got to break that. We're gonna break that down, pitch by pitch. Starting at 5. I'll watch the
1: game. You'll break down frame by frame in the highlight package you watch. Yeah,
2: let's hope they're detailed highlight packages. Yeah.
0: All right. So. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning,
2: campers.
0: Alan, Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most
2: days it doesn't suck. All right,
1: here we go. What
2: do you say we do it on Tuesday, Tuesday, Subway Series,
1: Tuesday, the Eddie Sciasari. Good morning to you, sir, and across to me, Al David Dukes. What's up, man? Hi, Jerry. Is
2: this a two-game series? Another it is. two-game series? Yes,
1: they what? split the two uh, in mid-June, and now you get two more tonight and tomorrow night.
2: Why don't you get three and three? They don't, don't do it anymore. That. I don't
1: know. They decided on four, two and two. I don't know. You would have to call Rob Manfred to ask him.
2: Is this just for Subway Series, or is this for like when the White Sox and Cubs play? Is that also two and I, two?
1: I don't know. I have not paid attention to the White Sox and the Cubs, or mm. the Giants and the Dodgers. Oh, that's another good one. Or the A's and the Giants. I don't know do not know. Is this like a special
2: New York thing? I don't know. Is it for you? Well, no. Buzz, no buzz. I'm going to go no buzz, of of course, because the Mets are terrible, and um, I'm not even sure what the Yankees are doing these days. The Yankees are nine games out in the AL East, but only two and a half games out in the wild card race. Yeah, I know. Now we're going for wild cards. The third wild card. (laughs) Yeah, the third wild card. Come
1: on. Come on. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, they're also, you know, a six or seven game winning streak away from probably being in the wild card spot. So That's true.
2: It's it's that close. You know? I mean, uh Justin Verlander's pitching tonight for the Mets. He is. That's pretty good. He's been pretty good. I would say he's been pretty good. He was
1: um, the game that I saw at City Field on Wednesday of last week. He was outstanding. Oh, outstanding. He was not pretty good. He was absolutely outstanding.
2: And Domingo Herman threw a perfect game. He did. uh, Very up and down, though. This is uh, quite a matchup, Jerry,
1: for tonight. See, I'm more intrigued by the matchup tomorrow night. Who's that? Quintana and Rodon.
2: Katana? What? Oh, with the Q. Yes. Quintana. Quintana? (laughs) How do you pronounce it? Quintana. Are you saying it like a K or a Q? I'm saying it like a K. But it's spelled with a Q. It's Q-U-I, yeah.
1: I'd go Quinn. Maybe that is what it is. I've always said Quintana. Hmm. And against Carlos Rodon. Okay. So you've got the two new guys who it's taken them more than half a season to make their debuts with their new teams. Going up against each other tomorrow
2: night. So you'd rather watch that than Verlander. No, I'm not saying that on.
1: No, I'm not saying I'm saying it's it's a little more intriguing more just to see where they're at. No, I want to see Verlander tonight. I want to see if he can the you know, White Sox are not a very good team this year. And quite frankly, they look like they were going through the motions last week when I watched them live. I would be I'm curious to see how
2: Verlander pitches against the Yankees tonight in Yankee Stadium. I'm going to say Mets win tonight, Mets lose tomorrow. Split City. Okay, you might be right. We'll see. Did they split last time? They, I, can't I, as I As I just said, the two teams split. You did say that back in mid June. Okay, at City Field. Yes. Mid June. Wow, that yeah. was only mid June. It
1: was June. 12th I feel like that was like two 13th, weeks ago. I think or thirteenth and fourteenth.
0: Summer's flying by. Well, it's
1: only two weeks of work for you since you've been off every other week.
2: Oh, that's a good point, Jerry. Yeah. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Now, I did unfortunately buy uh, tickets to the game. No, no <laughs> I would never <laughs> be such a fool. But yesterday, when I got home on my first day back from work after a lovely vacation time, I I opened the door to dog diarrhea. Oh God! Yeah. After I was just like off the air, Jerry. Yesterday, you told me yesterday yeah.
1: that the dog, quote unquote, I think has turned a corner. Correct. I did say that to you.
2: <laughs> I knew you did. Uh, off the air. I was just yeah. like, oh, I think you know, I was the dog's been letting me sleep. It's really been great, Jerry. So I walked. Ho- I opened the door. Diarrhea. Now, do you get the whiff as soon as you open the door? It was all because my place is so small. The visual and the smell is that one shot. I was like, ooh. So then I got the... the, the, She she always goes on a uh, rug, an area rug. Okay. Why would she go on the bare floor, which is easy to (laughs) clean up? So then I got to get that cleaned up, then throw that in the washing machine. Yeah, sure. And then I go upstairs, and she pooped on oh, a God. second rug. Oh, my Lord. Dog diarrhea, Jerry. Wow. So I was so having you, my day. You're really
1: knocking it out of the park with this dog. Yeah.
2: <laughs> then last night, I go to bed at 8 o'clock. Oh, what now? And 8 to 2 is only 6 hours, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to get my 6 hours in. At uh, 12.30 a.m., <laughs> she woke me up in a panic because she had to do dog diarrhea again. Oh, But my Lord. we ran outside and did it. I got to tell
1: you, you're quite chipper for someone who cleaned up three <laughs> bouts of dog diarrhea and barely slept
2: last night. Yeah, it was a some scene. Jerry. It's
1: almost as if if you
2: can't joke about it, then what else have you got? Yeah, it was like so absurd. Like there was just I'm just like washing rugs now. Oh my in, god! And then I start to I'm think like of burning them. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I did buy them. They're like these washable rugs. When I first got I the hope dog, they're washable. I was like, I know I'm going to be washing these rugs. Yeah. But then I also start to think like. Is there poop now in my washing machine? Poop particles? There have to be. I don't know how that works. Yeah. But I would think if
1: you had a forensic scientist come in, they would find right. something.
2: Right. Like now when I when I clean my underpants in that same washing machine, am I going to have dog poopies? Or better it? yet, when
1: you clean your towel and then you use your towel on your face.
2: Right. <laughs> you should uh there's usually a sanitize cycle. Yeah on your washing machine just run that it'll be fine right and if you haven't
1: then the particles are all over the place
2: yeah there i haven't run that yeah you should
1: man yeah you had a tough day
2: yeah well i mean for me
1: well no no i think for anybody to have that happen three times and to be woken up four hours into what is only a six hour night's sleep that's true i mean that stinks
0: that, Literally, that's Jerry. the
1: one thing I always like. Even last, so we had a cornhole tournament last night in a pool bar. I had a good time outside. Weather was wonderful, and not late because it's dark by eight thirty. So even with that, I was still home by mm, probably eight thirty ish or so. And I lay down. I'm thinking, oh, less than six hours. But then I couldn't fall asleep because we just finished. So I watched TV for a little while, and it hit me. You know what? If I just get four hours and forty minutes of just solid sleep. It'll be okay. And I did. I didn't get woken up. That to me is better than what you dealt with. Four hours and forty minutes of solid. Straight. Without you had the but then you went back to sleep for another yeah. hour and you probably wake up
2: groggy. Correct. You know. I know I did contemplate just staying up at twelve thirty and be like, Let's start this day. You could you could have worked out. Well, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't no. go so crazy as to work out, Jerry. I was thinking about watching more television, which I love to do. But then you fall asleep and at the wrong time. True. And that's the worst. Mm hmm. I feel for you. And I think the dog knows it wasn't supposed to poop in the house, but she was an emergency. Let me ask I, you this. I've had those emergency situations myself, so I understand. Do you think the dog cuz you've
1: been at home for a week or so. Yeah. And it got into a nice routine. Mhm. And then all of a sudden you leave. Yes. Do you think you it's your fault?
2: Is it somehow my fault, Jerry? Like
1: the dog gets anxiety when you leave. Yeah. You're not there and
2: you're gone all day. And she's like, Is this guy ever coming home? Well, yeah, the, I'm, listen. I probably got to poop on this rug to figure it well, out. Well,
1: maybe the dog's nervous because he doesn't know if you're yeah. coming back. She
2: doesn't know if you're coming back. It's possible. It is possible. I don't
1: know if it's likely, but it's
2: possible. Imagine something needing me in their life, Jerry. How bizarre that is. Well, I do like how you said something, not something. someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this animal is depending on me. Yeah. That's the responsibility you took on. Right. But I'm saying, like, she has to put all her faith in me. Yes. I'm her. Owner, yeah. I have the walker, I got to make sure she's got water and food. Yeah, she is reliant on you. Yeah, that's how you people must feel that have children. Man, you I am people like, must feel, yeah. You must be like, Man, I'm responsible for this kid. Well, did I gotta you talk to your mom about it. No,
1: okay. Well, she was responsible for your sad ass. <laughs> <laughs> she did,
2: she was responsible. She did a terrific job. She did, she scared the hell out of you to never get married. <laughs> <laughs> or have kids. Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> where in my life that happened, but it clearly something happened. And something did click. And that I don't have true. divorce in my family, which is weird. My sisters are both uh, still married. My parents still married. Yeah, no, you just like what you my like and you and don't want to be bothered.
1: Yeah. It's fine. I, I'll tell you this. Driving around, so I had to go to Best Buy the other day. And I'm at the traffic light and it was, uh, it was Sunday afternoon. And I'm watching car after car go by. And it's all couples. I mean, it's Sunday afternoon, families, whatever. Everybody looks miserable, and then you see the one guy who comes driving down the highway in his convertible with the tunes. He looks like the happiest
2: guy alive. He's all by himself. I'm like, I
1: get it. Now I see what Elsie's.
2: Yeah, but you do need someone to take care of you when you get old. Ah, uh, yeah. You can put yourself in a home. You can pay for that, and just have people. That I don't know Take
1: care of me Why don't you try this Why don't you try the engagement With Gina And basically say It's because you need someone To take care of you When you get old See how that goes Listen I ain't getting any younger <laughs> It's only going downhill from here
2: Could use the help Okay will you marry me <laughs> You win <laughs> I see like My dad's been in uh, Like a rehab facility Yeah My mom's there All day every day I'm like man It's very nice of her Yeah But I'm saying like That's dedication Yes it is And what else Does she have to do really that's true. She does listen to the, to the podcast, That's though, Jerry, which I think... Weird unfo- and great at the same time. Unfortunately, her visiting my father is really running into... <laughs> a, I think we've lost a listener for a, for a Oh, I while. would think
1: that would actually help. she go back and listen to episodes she hadn't heard. Oh. got to kill some time. But you do have to kill some time when, yeah. you, when you go If she's there all visit. day? Yeah, when you visit with people. I would think so. Hmm. Is she enjoying her time there?
2: I don't know about that. I don't know that you enjoy your time at a rehab facility. Well, it's not a hospital. It's Is a it? rehab center. Yeah, it feels like a hospital. Oh, okay. It feels hospital-y. Okay. You've been there's, there? Yeah, yeah. There's nurses, aides. Okay. Running around, doctors, rehab people. Rehab people. <laughs> yeah, rehab people. Patients. <laughs> pa- patients <laughs> right. also, Jerry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Jerry, I see there were uh, multiple fights broke out at Jets camp, which... Is normal at every camp every summer, but exciting stuff. The hard knocks cameras were rolling. Okay. Who do you think it was? I defensive and uh, it's I was... usually
1: a defensive guy and an offensive guy. Usually,
2: you think it's the lineman. It could be Because they're just big guys yeah. just shoving each other. And could be a defensive
1: hot. end on an offensive tackle. Could be a linebacker shooting the gap up the middle. Who yeah. knows? Could be someone. Maybe they got too close to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, and then
2: hey, what are you doing? Who knows? But that li- stuff's good, though. I do like that when a guy will come to the defense of his quarterback. Yeah, even if you have to take a penalty, like somebody late hit your quarterback, I agree. and then you see a lineman come from across the field and just <laughs> level the dude and yep. flag. You got to do it,
1: especially when the quarterback is defenseless. Yes, and uh, you're right. Sometimes it will cost you a 15 yard penalty, but sometimes it's worth it. It's kind of like it's when it's kind of like when you see a manager get you know ejected. Not that that hurts you in a baseball game. There's no penalty attached to it. But it kind of can liven guys up. It can kind of spark something. I think it's a good thing.
2: You got to show support for your team.
1: Yeah. And you know what? When you see them not show support, then you realize that's a fractured locker room. Right. Where they're like, let him get hit. Who cares? <laughs> that guy got hit. <laughs> you
2: know what I noticed on that quarterback series on Netflix? Now, it's one thing when uh, a player goes down, like it just is in the in the play, not injured. Yeah. And a teammate helps them up. Mm-hmm. Then occasionally you'll see... The other team help him up? The other team help him up. I saw referees helping Patrick Mahomes up. Really? Yeah, that seemed weird. That
1: is weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever noticed that in a game. Yeah. Nor did I notice that
2: during the docuseries. Yeah. Interesting. I saw a dude lift help Patrick Mahomes up. That doesn't seem right. Well, that's part of the game. It's like you losing energy by having to stand up. I suppose. But that also goes to... How he talked
1: about trying to become friendly with them. Yes, and you know, talk nicely to them, and maybe you get a call in a big spot. Who knows? We've certainly seen enough of those. All of a sudden, they're like
2: they're like pals. Well, Boomer said uh, Sam Weiss used to tell him to do that. I think I, see I think that. that get information a about story.
1: the person's family and ask
2: him about your it. Your kid, yep. your kid's still
1: playing hockey. Yeah, who was it? I'm trying to think. Was it on the ESPN broadcast Sunday night? It might have been. Uh, it might have been David Cohn telling the story about the catcher trying to be friends with the umpire before the game. And he was telling a story about how – I don't have it exactly correct. I was half asleep when I was watching it. But he was telling a story how one of the games he was pitching, he was around the zone, didn't have his best stuff. And whoever his catcher was – I don't know if he was on the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Mets. I don't remember at the when he was telling the story. But his catcher at the time at one point in the first inning just said to the umpire, hey, no disrespect but if you're not going to call these, we're going to be here all night. And the guy was like, you're not so wrong, and started giving them a little bit more on the edges, (laughs) and the game moved along a little bit. And he didn't say if they won or they lost, but it was kind of like get to know the umpire, become friends with him, talk to him, and then maybe all of a sudden you get a call here or there.
2: Do you think if you were an umpire or an NFL referee, you'd be conscious of people trying to be nice to you? Yes. You "You would, right? Yes,
1: and I, I would tell you this too because I see it. If you're the type of coach, whatever sport it is, where you come on the field or you're in warm-ups and you're acting like a tool, the umpires, the referees take notice of that. And then if you're going to bark at the first call, you know what? Now the, you're the enemy. And the close calls will go the other way. But it, Right, because we're only human, right? Correct. Correct. And I've, I've seen that too. Like I've seen bad calls, and I really believe influenced by the fact that you, sir, are a tool.
2: Now I, know, now I know why Patrick Mahomes calls everyone Big Dog. Because you could call the referees Big Dog. You could, yeah, yeah. You, you call the opposing players, and maybe they don't smash you as hard because you're calling them Big well, Dog. Well, and also, what pals. was he doing? Not only was he
1: calling him Big Dog, what was he saying to them? Good hey, rush. Hey, good good rush. rush, man. Good rush. Good rush. Yes. He was
2: complimenting them. Yes. So, it's smart. It's psychological, and it's smart. I always like now, was looking to see what the quarterbacks say to each other after the game when they hug mm-hmm. it out. You know, like, oh, you could be do this again in a couple weeks in the playoffs, as they always do. That's that. That's fun. Move. Yeah, that, that stuff's neat. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like the the coaches. And now it seems like if they're like the older coaches, they just do a quick handshake and yeah. like Bill Belichick's in and out. He's got no interest. That's just a respect thing and gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah, but sometimes the younger coaches will go in for the handshake, pat on the back, or the hug, uh, whisper like, "You got a great offense." Patrick Mahomes is doing that too. He goes, your defense are killing me all day. <laughs> is that how he sounded? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my like kind of Patrick Mahomes. That approach. was your Mahomes. Yeah. That is the one thing I've
1: done with the GoPro. So I bought the chest harness. So I recorded a couple of games um, in Virginia like that, which was, it was a cool perspective. I'm in the dugout and I'm kind of following the ball and you get the, the field level type of view. It is neat. Not the best, but it's kind of neat, but I didn't realize I had it. It was still going at the end. And when I was editing it, the other day, my wife Kim comes over. She's like, "Oh, that's cool because I had it talking to the kids afterwards in the handshake line." I was like, "Yeah, oh, we don't get to hear that stuff." But it and, was kind of. And neat. this
2: was chest level on you, this yeah. uh, camera. It was chest level. I had the harness. Where are these videos? We the people. The people want to see them, Jerry. I've posted those. You haven't I? posted? No, no.
1: I no hmm. that one when I. So I've had trouble finishing that one because, as I've learned, I don't have enough RAM storage. Oh, the RAM for yeah. Premiere Pro. They So when I bought Premiere Pro, I looked into the computer what I had, and it said, you know, acceptable is 8 gigs of RAM. That's what I had. So I did the first video, no problem. I'm in the middle of this one. when I got all the footage, but I can't finish it. It keeps, uh, not, I don't want to say crashing, but it it's just it's too laggy. And then I looked up a little further. Acceptable is 8 gigs of RAM, but for it to work properly, 16.
2: You got to open up the back of that computer and Ugh. stick some more RAM I, well, in there. Well, I
1: am. I went. To, I went to three stores. No one has it. And you know what? All three told me. And this is the problem with where we are right now with shopping in society. All three places told me, you know what? Amazon.
2: Yeah. Well, right. why don't you just store it and I'll buy it? You know, it's weird. Like Staples doesn't have a lot of stuff. There. No. And they'll be like, I could order it for you. Yes.
1: Yeah, I could order it too. Right. I can go on your website. I, I came here specifically to walk out of the store with that. Correct. The one guy told me, I, w- I went to a computer shop yesterday because I tried I tried Best Buy. They were out of them. I tried Target. I tried Walgreens. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, Walgreens has weird products sometimes. <laughs> Would I be shocked if they had these things behind the counter? No. Go get some RAM at Wal- uh, Walgreens. I tried. So... The last place I went to, I'm like, all right, the three retail stores don't have it. I'm like, you know what? There's a computer shop close by. I'm going to, they have to have it. I walk in. He goes, no, we don't, we don't stock those. I'm like, oh, he goes, Amazon. I'm like, you two with the Amazon. He goes, well, you could try Costco. I go to Costco. The guy's like, we don't have Amazon. I got you, Amazon. Okay, right now you know why we go Holy to Amazon cow. first. yeah, really terrible. They got it, but that's where we're at. So I ordered it on Amazon. It'll be
2: here today. And You think you'll be able to open up a computer and stick some RAM in there?
1: Well, I will tell you. I watched the YouTube video, step by step. It does not look all that complicated. And if I screw it up, the computer's old enough to where I'll have to go buy another one anyway. Okay. Well, so I look forward to that story. It's a win-win. That's the way I look at it. Jam some RAM up in there. I am going to try. All right, 20 after 5, just getting started. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 on The Fan. Coming up at 5 530, nice to have you with us. Halfway home,
2: we got Boomer and Gio on a Tuesday Subway Series preview show
1: day or something like that.
2: Yesterday we heard, Jerry, that uh, Bill's running back. How do you say his first Naheem. name? Naheem. Hines uh, suffered a season-ending knee injury. Yeah. Not on the field. No. Then we heard it was a jet ski accident. Sort of. But he his he jet, wasn't riding. Yeah, he, he was on a jet ski that parked. wasn't
1: moving. parked. It was parked. He was a park to jet ski. It sounds like he was literally sitting
2: there and another jet ski crashed into him. Yeah. And now his season is over. That sucks. It is so dangerous. Uh, activities near the water. Very dangerous. Jerry. Like sitting? Yeah. Like being on a jet ski. Just even just being on it. Come on. Let's be. This is stupid. What is, what is going on? There's sharks,
1: Jerry. Did you see the drones? The sharks in the Hamptons? No. It was 30 feet from shore. Sharks in the Hamptons? I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Looking to eat some rich people? No, I didn't say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Boomer Hyacinth. Oh, no. no. Boomer's been eaten by a shark. I'm in the Hamptons. Southampton. Uh, no, that's not it. Drone captures shark hunting school of fish off Long Island. I believe mm. this was it. Just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Hamptons drone captures shark hunting, attacking, and feeding on fish. I'm trying to think where it was. I saw the one article where it said, here it is. Sharks... Da, da, da. Eddie, just pull my fader down, please. I don't think... Yes. Sharks captured in drone video swimming just off Hampton's beachfront in New York. How about that? Yeah. They're going to eat some... Just uh, a... Cu- not 30 feet. I'm sorry. A couple hundred feet. A couple hundred. From beachgoers. They're looking to eat a Baldwin
2: brother out there on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Sharks love Baldwin brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's all sorts of things. I was thinking like... This Naheem Hines, like, you got to be careful. Even He just, was doing anything. I know. I'm just saying, just even deciding no, to go no, to the water stop is trouble. It, stop it. Stop it. This is st- My first thought was,
1: why is this idiot, you know, a week before camp or right during camp, out in the ocean on a jet ski? Now, you want to do it in June? I have no problem with that. July, but now your camp is starting. You shouldn't be out there now. Well, he was clearly out there riding the jet ski. He just happened to I be understand. parked at the time he got crashed I into. But... He wasn't riding
2: at the time. Some jackass drove into him. Yeah, I wonder, like, does that guy, because you know it was a guy, a woman probably didn't smash into him. A guy smashes into him, and then does Why that guy a woman smash into him?
1: Either know. man or woman, they can lose control.
2: I feel like men are more the jet skiers. I mean, that's a manly I, I thing. I suppose, but I think either
1: could lose control and hit the wrong button and go forward instead of stopping. Or Good
2: point, Jerry. Who knows? If women drive jet skis like they drive cars, it most likely was a woman. Oh, here we go. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. That's my hot take of the day. Enjoy that take. <laughs> Stupid. I uh, always whenever I think of injuries at the beach, I always think of uh former pro wrestler Brutus the Barber Beefcake. What did he do? He was in uh Clearwater Beach where a lot of the wrestlers live and he went uh, parasailing. Oh, that sounds safe. That thing where you go up no, in I know the what air, it is. attached to a boat, yeah. and on his way down, face first into the water, broke his face. Broke his face. Yeah. Brutus the Barber Beefcake broke his and face. And he's going
1: through his mind as he's descending towards plunging into the
2: water. Yeah. He's going to be-, be terrified. Terrified. Oh. And then uh, I probably uh, heard his uh, wrestling career.
1: I, would I think, would think a can't. broken face probably
2: yeah. kept him out of wrestling for a little while. The same way that Naheem Hines uh Hines <laughs> season is over Jerry because of a jet ski incident. Yeah. This right. is the barber. Incident, not an accident. Incident. This is this is Yeah. yeah I'm telling you, man. It's very dangerous out there. He wasn't out there. <laughs> well, he was he was he wasn't on land. You know no, what I mean? but he also,
1: again, he wasn't doing flips out in the ocean. That's true. The guy's sitting there and someone crashes into him. He was. The... Like my poor car when the street sweeper just crashed right into <laughs> it five years ago.
2: I remember that. Yeah. You... So you came out of work? Awesome. No,
1: they called up here. They did? I Of course, I was the only one out there. I pick up the phone. Uh, hey, so so-and-so from downstairs, anybody up there have a black toy? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Parked out front, I'm like, Yes. Um, well, sorry to tell you, but it was in an accident, but I'm up here. (laughs) How was it in an accident? Well, the street sweeper crashed into it.
2: Oh, (laughs) fantastic. That's great. Your car was in an accident. You weren't in it, but your car (laughs) wasn't your car. Your unmanned car. Was it a
1: like I couldn't have been parked in a safer place. I was eight steps from the door. (laughs) Come on. That How did was brutal. This,
2: you you would think a street sweeper has got to be excellent at moving in between cars. He what? must not been paying attention. To so codes. what
1: actually happened was a street sweeper hit a double parked Lincoln um a Cadillac Escalade and it smashed it in a chain reaction into my car. There were three <laughs> and I never got that car fixed. It was yeah, such yeah. a pain in the ass to have to go for the police report. And I, yeah. There's no parking, and I take the subway. You know what? I, my car, if can I open the door? I can. It's fine.
2: It, oh, well, It's just pain. a part of the character of the car at the yes. time. It was just a big, gigantic scrape, and it had a story to tell. It, oh, it had a story to tell, all right. Now, yeah, uh, yeah. Vikings wide receiver Jordan Addison was clocked doing 140 miles per hour. That's a little fast. In a 55. Right. But let's kill women drivers. <laughs> Because that makes sense. <laughs> uh, he was uh, was pulled over. Well, at least he stopped for the police because I figure going 140. How'd they catch up to him? Because those police cruisers can probably do 150. Oh, man. What a high-speed chase. I, I don't know if it was a high-speed chase. I don't think it if, was. I right. think they said when he saw the lights, he he pulled over. Okay. Realizing that he this was... Is a, this he, isn't a dog ate my homework deal, but pretty close. Yeah, he claimed there was a dog emergency. Did any, they say, what the emergency no. was. I would I- just do diarrhea on his carpet twice? That's what I thought. Because w- I'm going to be driving home 140 miles an hour today to make sure I get there before she does diarrhea on the carpet again. You're
1: you're Brian Harmon, and I'm the British heckler. You don't have it in you where the Stones do 140 <laughs> miles an
2: hour. Nor do I have the automobile to do 140 <laughs> miles an hour. You'd be surprised.
1: Hour. You think I get surprised. a Subaru up to 140? Uh, maybe. It's possible. <laughs> I will tell you, having been... Even in my car, and you know the turnpike and the parkway, the speeds are stupid. They've really gotten silly, out of hand. And sometimes you're just driving and you're following the flow of traffic. You look down, you're 85. Yeah. When my car hits 80, it feels like it's about to implode. <laughs> the steering wheel shakes. It just it feels heavy. I'm like, all right, we got to back
2: this down. I look down, yep, That's why. And you you're going too fast. Yeah, and you. Get, and then if you get in a newer car, like if you you rent a car or something, or you. Oh, gonna... you don't feel it at all. Oh my gosh, I know. You look down and do an 85, and it feels like I know smooth. Yeah. Boy, some of those new cars ride so smooth. They're beautiful. Right? They Just, really are. And you get on, like, a nice stretch yeah. of turnpike or parkway where there's no potholes. I'm telling you, oh. I, I told you this, too. I test
1: drove that new Mazda SUV. It was like driving a sports car, and it was a huge SUV, and the steering was incredible. It made no sound. It was so quiet, and I didn't. I didn't get it up to eighty miles an hour, but on the regular highway doing fifty five, you felt like you were doing like gliding. All these new cars—they're
2: really they're made so well. Yeah, I love a smooth car. Like when even when you like hit the bumps, yeah. it just, Oh, absolutely! I hit a bump in my car and it goes boom, <laughs> boom.
1: You killed your shocks, is what you did. <laughs> yeah, I think I blew my shocks out. It certainly. Po- I hit a pothole the other day, and Matthew goes. To me, we come back from golf. He goes. Well, I guess we're going to know in about five seconds if that just blew out your tire. <laughs> it didn't, which was remarkable to me.
2: I My uh, car has what has these, the the thing on it where you can look at the tire pressure sure. of all four tires oh, yeah, yeah. separately. Yep. Anytime I, boom! Right to it. I go right to it. I was like, yeah. oh, let's see if any of these tires start going down. Yeah, well, I'm I've always had... shocked when it's...
1: That's They're the more weird, durable than we think.
2: But that's the weird thing. Sometimes you hit a pothole so hard... And you're like, oh, this is definitely a blowout. And nothing happens. Then when you do get one. It was a little pin nail. Yeah, and I it know. like knocks your tire out. You yeah. go, I did barely even hit. I don't remember hitting anything.
1: Very true. Also, we've had this conversation, too. Like, I still don't understand why tires aren't. Why do we need Aaron tires? Just make full rubber tires. Full. And when they wear down, we'll buy new ones. Yes. That yeah, sense. I don't know. you got to think that technology is there. Like, yes. why are we not doing that? Right, we're still dealing with air and tires. And blowouts. And blowouts. Silly. Anyhow, all right. I'll make a uh, solid tire. We'll take a quick break when we come back. We've got so much more for you. And then Boomer and Gio got four hours for you right here on the fan. Go. That's a I'll feel, feel a good day day song.
2: Oh,
1: all. Oh, oh. all right, I like it. Quarter to six.
2: Yeah, who is this? Who is this, Jerry? You're asking me. Yeah, this is a uh, junior senior. Junior senior. That's the name of the of of the group. We move, had a, move your feet. Is we this had a junior all?
1: senior moment last night. Junior was playing senior in cornhole.
2: Who's that? What does does that mean? They were on opposing teams. A father son. That's right. I hate when father sons have to go against each other. <laughs> they had sure. to battle. I hate a, <laughs> I hate a grudge match like that. <laughs> Fathers and sons fighting each other. That's right. Did you see this uh, interesting moment on the K Rodcast Sunday Night Baseball, Jerry? I did. If the, he, if I think I know what you're talking yeah, about, I didn't see this till yesterday. I was not watching live the K Rodcast with Michael K and A Rod yeah. Sunday Night Baseball, it was Mets for Red Sox. Yeah, A Rod was trying to explain. Uh, a baseball. I do story. have it. If you oh, want you to do hear have it. it. All right, Jerry. Well, let's, let's hear that. He so was trying to explain the swing. He was trying to explain the swing, uh baseball swing to Michael K. And he was, uh, he was doing motions with it and everything. And then said something odd.
0: Posture up and right down. You can't get in trouble. It's like you're punching a little person, right? With your right hand. It's going boom right there.
2: Punching a little person, Jerry.
1: Now people are
2: upset with that.
1: Now that could mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why he would punch a little person. Let me ask you this:
2: if he would have said punching a young, like a kid, a short kid, yeah, I think that I think the the, the punching a kid would have been bad as well as punching a little. I mean, person. He's, all
1: he was trying to do is get the level.
2: Yeah, like but, if if he would, he's taking a lot of heat for that one. If he would have said punch somebody, it's it's like you're punching down, like you're punching somebody in the crotch. I think you get away with that. Oh, it's fair. Punching a child is, does not does sound visual. No, it does not uh, sound good. At doesn't all. sound good. <laughs> it does, not does not sound good. <laughs> and punching a little person also doesn't sound. Yeah, good. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I agree. I'd love to set up uh, some sort of uh, fight between A. Rod and a little person.
1: I think you could toss these kettlebells like this guy on CBS Sports Network Strong right man now? Strongman competition. Holy crap! Wow. Okay, anyhow, might hit yourself in the face with that kettlebell. Yeah,
2: there you are. if you throw the kettlebell up in the air, it lands on your head. Holy
1: moly. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah, I, that's, I don't know if anything will come of that for A-Rod, but that was uh, not the best way to say it.
2: Yeah, I think, actually, if, I feel like it's passed already. Oh, okay. For whatever reason. Is, is funny, it because like,
1: not many people watched it?
2: I guess, but then it goes on, you know, social media yeah, gets spread
1: around. That is true. Good point. And, uh, I still find it weird that they do that telecast while ESPN is doing the regular telecast. And then and this happened to me, because I was watching the game the other night, and they say, Keith Hernandez, right now on the K-Rod, on K-Rod. I'm like, oh, cool, gone. (laughs) And I did. And then I went over, and they were having technical problems. So I went back to the regular broadcast. But then they were like, I forget who came on after that. Oh, Roger Clemens. I'm like, all right, gone again. Like, I... It's right, it's giving like, you a
2: reason to leave the regular broadcast. Like you're cannibalizing yourself. Man, that reminds me. I'm weird. So, I'm so glad you reminded me, Jerry. Keith Hernandez is on the show today. Oh, cool. Keith what Hernandez, time? Keith Hernandez, 8 a.m.
1: All right. That I did, sounds fun.
2: I, I did not put that on the show sheet. I would think that's a a detail you'd want on the show sheet. Yeah, that's a detail for the show sheet. So uh, As opposed to all the other stuff that really is just not useless. much. Yeah, this is like I was actually something. That was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, he wants to talk Subway Series. James. And
1: the fact that you know it's not a three or a four game series, or the fact that the Mets split a four game series, it was
2: really a three game series. Correct. Like, pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad. bad. I did see Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. They were at the Drake show on Sunday night. Drake was playing the at Garden. Prudential Center. Oh, was it the Garden? I think it was the Garden, yeah. No, oh, I thought it was Prudential Center. Okay. Because, um, and Aaron Judge and Stanton walked out with him on stage, and, uh, Aaron Judge was wearing a Knicks shirt, a Knicks t shirt with various uh, Knicks through history. He uh, had Ewing on it, had uh, Clyde Frazier on it, had John Starks on it, and your favorite, Carmelo Anthony.
1: My favorite? I'm uh, not a Knicks Boomer's fan. Boomer's
2: favorite. Boomer. I don't want well, Boomer to Boomer's favorite either. Carmelo Anthony. New love Carmelo Anthony it was Craig. That's true. I'm coming home. So I guess uh, Aaron Judge's toe is good enough to walk out. Drake on the stage, well, he can not, walk, but not good enough to hit a 460-foot home run. Well, we don't know that. He took BP the other day. Maybe he'll take batting practice today and hit the ball within the, the, within the white lines. Uh, put one in play, you mean? <laughs> put yeah. One, put one fair. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. So still no timeline on that return, I suppose. I thought we were going to get... Some clarity? Yeah, because I even, like on Friday, I remember reading that Aaron Boone said, probably by the end of the weekend we'll have more clarity. Yeah. Well, they might have it, but I haven't heard it. Oh, they may. So you're saying they may have the clarity? The only thing I
1: would tell you is they're not sharing the clarity. I know because they might not know yet. Oh. But I will tell you, it does appear that it is sooner rather than later at this point. All right. Which is good because there was this thought that maybe we won't see him again this season. Yes. So I do think at some point we will find out. You'll think he'll be back. Let's see. I just now, this headline says injury timeline revealed. Let's see if we see. It is
2: not revealed. No, I'm
1: just saying what the things are. (laughs) Andy Martino of SNY Mm -hmm. says why judge's timetable has been so cryptic.
2: Mm, Very cryptic.
1: Mm, This is just
2: his idea. Oh,
1: basically they're going to just, this is what he thinks. They're basically just going to drop a tweet that says Aaron judge is activated. He doesn't like public timelines. Aaron Judge doesn't, or like, Aaron Boone? I like what, so what's Aarons. that. Aaron, uh, Aaron Judge. Or Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Judge. You better not hope that there's a timeline for Aaron Rodgers' return, because that's going to be a bad season for the Jets then. I might quit if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt early <laughs> in the season. I might actually quit, Jerry. <laughs> that would be so Jets. That can't happen. No, he's he's going to play. I don't want to hear that. That would suck. That would really that would just ruin everything. He gets injured in preseason, and the Giants get out to an 0-3 start. Yeah, I'm now, we're going to be begging down. for the Knicks.
2: <laughs> I'm just shutting it
1: down. But you know what's funny? A lot of times in life, when you expect things to happen, they don't. Right. So I know it feels like, for me, I look at the Jets, and I see a playoff team that should make a run to the Super Bowl. I'm not saying they'll get there, but that's one of the teams that I – would think very highly of that's got a great chance to be a Super Bowl team. Kind of like the year they were supposed to do it and Vinny went down in week one. Like sometimes crap just happens. And then you, I hope for their sakes, not this time.
2: Yeah, the I'll use a more positive example of Tom Brady going to the Bucks and they went to a Super Bowl. And that did happen. Yeah.
1: That's true. Did he win that Super Bowl? Oh God. Yes, they won the Super Bowl. Remember in the remember him getting drunk at the boat parade? <laughs> oh, yeah. Throwing the trophy. Isn't that where the boat parade idea came from? Yep.
2: We forgot that little detail. I did. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, so yeah, no, he went so, there, see, and that, won. that did
2: happen. Yes. Tom Brady goes to the Buccaneers. Yeah. They're all excited. We're going to win a Super Bowl now, and they did. How about like even the Buffalo Bills last year? That was supposed to be their year last year. How'd that go? Not great. That was okay.
1: They got out to a good start, but ultimately they were not a great team. They were good, but they didn't. They, I would say, a Bills fan would tell you they sorely disappointed them last year. Would you say
2: Josh Allen took a step backwards, Jerry? I think some would say that, yeah. I would say that. I would say so. My sources tell me that. I think that's fair. Yeah. What source do you have? Boomer uh, or Zeisen? Yeah, Boomer and <laughs> things I read on the internet. Right, exactly. Those are my sources. Mm. Did you see Ellie De La Cruz of the Cincinnati Reds yesterday, Jerry? I did. He was, uh, I guess his first at-bat, he hit a long fly ball. So the scoreboard operator for the Brewers... When he came up to bat the next time, up on the scoreboard, it said, um, almost hit a home run in the first inning, but didn't. (laughs) And then he blasted one. 464 feet. Blasted it. Yep. I mean, that is just stick it in your butt move. Something like that, yes. Right to that Milwaukee Brewer Scoreboard operator. And I, and he Punk
1: also made a nice play on a attempted double steal situation. Oh, is that He's right? The guy out at home. Did you see the message nice. in uh, Coors Field from last week? Coors Field. Yes, I did not see this. <laughs> so, game notes they put up on the board. This was during a Rockies game, and this is what comes up: using a stethoscope to listen to the heart, cardiologists can detect narrow valves, valve leakage, and/or abnormal rhythm. In the next paragraph, don't bother asking him to check your heart, though, Becky. (laughs) That crusted Titanic sub has uh, more life inside it than
2: your heart has. This is a message (laughs) to Becky? Somebody named Becky? Yes heartlessly broke up with this man? I guess so.
1: And they put this uh, and so someone posts whoever runs the scoreboard at Coors Field is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Becky not doing so good.
2: I do like when you know some of the professional teams their Twitter accounts yeah. are you know kind of like a wise guy just like this, these I like this. I like a wise guy s- scoreboard operator. Ooh, this is a wise guy scoreboard uh, operator. Sometimes it bites you in the butt, like it did to the Brewers guy uh, with the De La Cruz home run. Very funny. S- sometimes you can call out an ex girlfriend for breaking up. With yes,
1: you. and it seems like that's what they did. And there, there are so many replies to the thing that, with that. I to gave Becky? you the one. Yes, the other one's like, "Damn, Becky." <laughs> it's very funny. Damn. Whoever this Becky is. Becky is cold. <laughs> Cold-hearted. Right. Uh, Amy Johnson's out today. Oh, is that So right? we're going to have an Odyssey Sports Minute now with Amy Lawrence, oh. and then we'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment. All right, real quick, what else you got? Real quick, real quick. Boomer's walking in now.
2: Oh, I saw – oh, man, I'm not going to have time for this, though, Jerry. I saw Danielle McCart, she says she's got a huge one-on-one interview with a top New York WFAN
0: athlete. New nice. York.
2: An Odyssey Station.